Welcome, everyone, to BulmaCast Season 2, Episode 9. I am Nick. I'm joined by Archaic, Bubble Garden Webmaster. Hey, everyone. PPN Steve, our editor, Key Bubble Garden affiliate, and owner of Pokemon Palace Network. Hey, everyone. Sadashi Kun, Bubble Garden chat owner. Hi, guys. And Misty, Bubble Garden Forms moderator and Smogan Forms moderator. Now, we'll, I will turn it over to Archaic, who is going to talk about the latest anime episode in Japan. Okay, well. Obviously not going to be just me talking about this, but in any case. Um, Pokemon Hunter J is the newest episode that was released in Japan just this week. Uh, I think it's actually a fairly important episode with how it's probably giving us some character development that we haven't seen before. We're actually getting villains here who might be recurring, who, who are actually unique to the anime, who we've never seen elsewhere, and who, more importantly, are actually quite competent and ruthless. Wow. It's rather new direction for the anime. That's something you generally you only see in the movies. What about well, uh, yeah. Butch and Cassidy, though? Or yeah, even... Team Rocket. It's still a Team Rocket thing. It's not yeah. something totally unique. We've never Team seen Rocket Pokemon fails. Hunters before. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, I think it's about time. It does seem like they... like. Uh, the animators are actually trying to go in more creative directions with Diamond and Pearl. And I think this is yet again another piece of proof of the fact that they are trying their best to keep uh, audiences, the current audiences watching, as well as attract new audiences. And in doing this, it might act, uh, DP might actually do well, very well in America. Oh, I'm sure it will. Yeah, it would have done very well without this, but it'll hopefully exactly. do a bit better yes. now. Well, there's I'd already to see a, it if... a lot of people talking about the um, Diamond and Pearl episode one that's coming to the United States here in March. Yeah, it's, they're they're pretty much trying to attract so, uh, an older um, uh, viewer base, I exactly. believe, and doing what they're doing here is yet again proof of that. It would be very nice if. Pokemon lost its kitty image with more stuff like this. Yeah. I agree. You know, I'm surprised it didn't lose it with May because of, well, how proportioned she was. But <laughs> you, still, you, you still had Max who, well, you know, I felt at that point they were trying to do a kind of a in-between, you know, something to attract the older people with May, but something to keep the young people with Max still. And now they're trying to get away from the kitty, kitty, kitty image and go more towards the older imaging. Well, maybe they realize Finally. that their fans are getting older. Yeah, well, you know, you, you will always attract newer fans, but you have to remember the people who started watching it years ago and continue to enjoy it. Right. They're the people who make you the money. Well, now that they're teenagers, of course, they are buying the games, the consoles, everything. Oh, yeah. It's worth noting the DVDs. Exactly. So it's worth noting, though, that uh, with the Pokemon trading card game, we've actually had statements from the company that have said basically their main target demographic are still the kids. It's not the 15 plus, even though that is where their biggest competition is. They're the people spending the most money. Right. And it's going to be kind of hard to continue keeping it for the kids with the American dub with the way the anime is currently going as well. 
Mm. That's a point. It's not like they can exactly dub it to make it too kiddified because a lot of this stuff is already in the animation. Right. Right. You can't remove a person's ruthlessness just by giving them a poor dub if they're doing some really horrific actions. Yeah, they're doing actions. Their facial uh, facial expressions will show how. Oh, I'm a happy, happy person. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I think they'd be a bit disturbed if they did that. I'm so happy, I'm so happy, and I'm cutting this person in half while singing, but that's okay. (laughs) That would just be freaky. I don't think we want to give these kids clockwork orange images. (laughs) I'm singing in the rain. (laughs) Man, bad touch. Anyway, I hope you guys are right, but, you know, I'm always going to be skeptical about... What what seeing the Pokemon go in new directions because the way I see it, there's always going to be a very large mass market for kids, and I think anyone with half a brain can see that. So, well, of course, the mass it, market's actually less and less in the past uh, in, or in the recent years. You know, well, they could be targeting the um, hardcore anime fans too a little more. <laughs> it would be very interesting to see what could happen here. I would like to see Jay developed more as a villain and see her more. What are the chances I wouldn't of that? Be, well, I don't know. Uh, it seemed pretty good, but didn't the end of the episode kind of uh, hint at that? Yeah. Well, the whole, Jay, after... the whole Jay thing itself was an obscure reference to another anime. If we get another Pokemon hunter called X, then I know they're gonna, going to be appealing to the real otaku then. If they start doing something like that, well, we can't really appeal to the otaku too much because Pokemon has never really been a fan service, fanboy, fangirl, otaku type of deal. Oh. It has attracted some, yes, but not willingly. Th- well, to go back to something we've mentioned in a previous cast, look at Hikari's skirt. The character designs are going more towards the otaku taste. Not being from Japan, do you think the trend in anime in Japan is changing towards like what Pokemon is trying to do in general? Trends in anime change every six months. But with the with the kids focused animes at the moment, there's no doubt that they're going for a slightly more mature audience. I mean, look at Naruto Shippuden. New series of Naruto, post-time skip, got the main characters about three years older. One other mu- uh, anime thing I'd like to bring up, though. Next week's episode. Mm. Magikarp Salesman is back. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, this guy, uh, um, I'm not entirely sure off the top of my head here, but this guy has occurred in the anime more times than Professor Elm easily. Um, I believe it will be his seventh appearance. Yeah. In fact, I don't think there's any other character from the first season besides uh, his mother and Oak, and, well, I guess Gary as well, who show up on a regular basis. Except for the Magikarp salesman. Yeah. <laughs> Which is exactly the point. Yes, mm. we like Magikarp. I wonder mm. if he'll turn up more. I'm assuming so. the whole reason nah. that he turns up is because he keeps getting chased out of each individual region by uh, people wanting to get their money back off him. Can you blame them? 
<laughs> seems to be a pretty nice. immortal character, so I expect to see him every region. Ah, oh, but wait, remember, in this episode we're apparently seeing, like, the best trained Magikarp ever that seems to be beating up Pikachu. So, uh-huh. who knows, oh, maybe no. it's his own. With Splash? Level maybe it's his own. Magikarp. <laughs> Wait, Magikarp, tackle! <laughs> Magikarp, uh, quick attack. Right. Hey, actually, Magikarp does learn tackle. I don't think it learns quick attack. It learns oh flail, God. which could do lots of damage. Alright. Anything else that we got on anime? Um... No, I think that about covers it for this week. I mean, we'll probably be commenting a little more on the anime in future. We haven't exactly said much about it recently. Um, But there's quite a few interesting things coming up in the anime, and we'll we'll keep all you guys out there in internet land covered. Yeah, well, we have an episode coming up soon called Satoshi vs. Pikachu that's... I'm wondering mm. if that's him with or him uh, against. The versus was a mistranslation. Oh, okay. Oh, it's was Satoshi it and Pikachu, or his buddy Pikachu, however you want to retranslate it. Ah. The word was the word meaning pair or set or something. Oh, okay. I don't remember. Okay, I never actually either. saw that thing myself, so yeah, well, Sunin and Pocket Monsters was just talking about it today, so that's why I remember it. Yeah, I, I saw occasional talk about it in there myself. Mm-hmm. Is why I thought about it. Yeah, but uh, still sounds like it's going to be a good episode, especially yes. after so soon after uh, Pikachu getting Jade. Mm. So. Better not be a clip episode of everything Satoshi not. and Pikachu have done, though. Oh, I do not want to see recaps of all no. the important things from no, him. No, but I do want to see some more tackle. Pikachu and, and, and Satoshi bonding. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, that's that's sweet. We like that. Yeah. Character development for the win. Indeed. For the win. Well, I guess we have a question of the week to go to. We'll get to the question of the week after this brief timeout. Need Pokemon information? Hey, there's only one place to get it. Pokemon Palace Network. PPN has game cheats, game information, movie information, episode information. So remember, anything you need, visit PokemonPalace.net. And... If you have any Pokemon writings or fix, make sure you go to library.bulbagarden.net. And back. And we're back live with Bulbacast, episode 920. And now we're going to get to one of our first call-ins tonight, on this evening, and it's going to be Pop-Tart. So let's get him in. Hi. Uh, hi, Pop-Tart. Welcome to Bulbacast, season welcome. 2, episode 9. Welcome. Um, yeah, hi. A little bit of a question. Sure. Um, it was about I'm um, a diamond and pearl in the online battle thing. What do you yeah. think mm-hmm. it's gonna be when it's you cheating and all that? Um. Well, they. I'm pretty sure the American companies are aware of the hacks and Ubers um, and such being used in the uh, Japanese online bla- online battling, and um, they have done hacks. their b- hacks. My fault. And Just um, hacks. H-A-X. Okay, I want oh my more god, secret hacks? Well, um, basically they've done the best they could to, um, to weed out anything that's not legit, um, so that it doesn't ruin it for the legit players. Um, so, and since it's getting a release on April 22nd, I think they'll have plenty of time to remove anything, or at least reduce it to a very low level that it won't cause any problems. 
Right. Hopefully. You know, it's Hopefully. interesting on a smoke gun recently. Someone was talking about Wi-Fi, and he said that in general, a lot of people go. I get maybe it's just where he's finding people to play against. That he says a lot of people are following the standard net battle rules. No higher legendary sleep claws, species claws, like, you no know, multiples of Pokemon and stuff like that. So I'm I sure he's not playing against the general population. Well, uh, it, Japanese it's the players. thing about friend codes, you know, it's it, you choose who you play against. If somebody's yeah. screwing around, you just don't play against them. You blacklist right. them. Yeah. yeah, you can play against random people, I think, but um, I no, you can play no, you against AI teams or something. I think there's something different with uh, Battle Revolution. I think you can battle random people there, and I'm not sure what that environment is like because not many people here have Battle Revolution. But It'd probably be kind of like the Mario Kart um, random battle type. Oh, I hear there's a lot of cheating going on there. Mario Kart. Oh, it's not so much cheating in Mario Kart, it's just that snaking, which um, Nintendo no, no, got back to us, and that's how it's intended. Oh, it's actually snake. I've heard there's actual cheating going on. People have got action replays, and they're opening illegal courses and getting, like, infinite stars and stuff like that. Okay, well, I haven't heard of that one. I haven't, I haven't heard about that. Oh, it's just bad when you you have to go up against it online yeah. and you don't cheat. You yeah, know? you know people I play against. Uh, you know they do snaking, but besides that, they're they are not cheaters. Yeah, well, snaking's not cheating. It's no, just it's exploiting not. game mechanics. Right, and, and it's a matter of skill because you can screw up snaking, and if you screw yeah. it up, you're going to drop back a few positions very quickly. Yep, exactly. I can't. It's snake. a skill. It's not I can't a cheat at all. Yeah, I mean, I can't snake, but I can keep up with snakers from superior driving skill in general, so yeah. it's good enough for me. Exactly. So is I can keep up with a lot of people, but not the pocket monsters. Well, well, is it completely hack-free? Is... Well, it's better than it was now. Um, between when it was released on September 28th and now, I'd probably say that it's about at half of what it was, maybe a quarter, if I want to be kind and just pull a figure out of the air. Um, I actually haven't tested the online battling, because I strictly play single player, because I'm actually deathly afraid of receiving hacked Pokemon. And since I'm an importer, I don't want to take the risk. Right. Um, did you have any other questions for us tonight? Um, maybe about the future of the like, the trading card game on the Game Boy. I think there's any future in that after the trading card game two never made it to America. Um, no, I, I would see. think so. There's been other trading card games, not for Pokemon, but like that Capcom uh, vs SNK card game that came out recently on the DS. And, well, let's be honest here: the DS is the perfect platform for trading card game sort of things on a console. Like the Pokemon League trading card thing, they have scholarships and stuff. Yeah, they do. Yeah, great well, that's prizes for tournaments, though. That's a bit different. But it's still but, yeah, big money involved. It's still very strongly backed by Pokemon USA. 
well, yes. And it's kind of a shame that we don't have that sort of thing for video games at all. No. This is a great game, in my opinion. The first one. Yeah, that the playing card game for Game Boy, one of my favorite games. That was really, really great. I never actually played them. I found that the AI sucked. Unfortunately, if you knew how to play the game well, and, I mean, it was difficult to actually get the cards you needed for your decks a mm. lot of the time, so it wasn't really easy to build up one of the competitive decks, like in real life, where you could just buy the cards or trade for them. Right. But if you knew someone else who had the game, or you just played a lot, you could eventually trade to collect all the cards you needed to build decks that the computer just couldn't beat. Yeah. I mean, right. it was good to play against someone else there and save a couple of hundred dollars buying decks, but yes. even there, after a while, it sort of got stale because you're using the same cards over and over and you don't have all the later sets. I mean, if they did release a new Pokemon trading card game thing for the DS, they would have to put something in there so you can update it with new sets later. I mean, if they did release a new Pokemon trading card game thing for the DS, they would have to put something in there so you can update it with new sets later. That would work in Japan. That would not work in the United States. Why not? Uh, They're afraid in the United States of anything that that does that. Why do you think we don't get the the little download stations and and whatnot here? But that's not a problem anymore because people have the Wii's. And it's been confirmed that you can download things to a DS. Well, now that could change it here. It could. Yeah. That would be really neat. You plug your Wii in. You plug your DS into your Wii, bam, it's updated. Well, what Through about the those people who are uh, handheld gamers only and don't own a Wii? Well, then they'll have to buy a Wii now, won't they? Do they have a wireless router for their computer? Yep. Yeah, if you have one, those you can probably it, They probably set something up so you can do it. If, yeah. I mean, yeah, they'll figure a way DS, if, if they want to let it happen it here. Now, if it happens at all, it will happen in Japan. We know that. Yeah. Yes. But if they want it I to mean, happen in the United States, they'll they'll set it up so that it will work for us. I mean, I could understand why you wouldn't want to have the game update its sets just because that way you can't sell them a sequel several years later. But uh, then it again, would be nice. Well, the, the, the tra- trading Why can't you sell them to the really... Wii Shop Channel and get five, six hundred points per set? Well, well there's an idea. Truthfully, yeah. the, idea. Uh, the uh, handheld games don't really need, for trading card games, don't really need to be updated until a new handheld system comes out. No. Every time a new card uh, series is released, it should be updated. And they've released three or four new well, sets I'm, I'm, a year. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, you know, you can update online, but I'm saying make a new, seri- a new, new card, series of yeah, games okay. you actually have to go out and purchase. Right, right. You, you yeah. shouldn't have but, to purchase a new uh cartridge until mm-hmm. the uh, until the next handheld system comes along. Or the whole game mechanics has changed for some reason. Right. Like they're doing with Diamond and Pearl. Right. With the new sets that are coming out. Actually, right. you could release a new game. If you release a new game that has updated AI, still has interoperability with the old versions for online battling and uh, with the updated sets, and uh, perhaps they can both use all those sets as well. Just have 
much better single-player experience and perhaps some additional options for multiplayer stuff that you could only do with the updated new edition, right. you could do that. Expansion packs in the like Game Boy Advance slot cartridge thing? They could use like expansion packs? could do like that, game. too. Yeah. Could do like that, too. Yeah. The problem nice. there would be, though, that you couldn't plug in multiple expansion packs at once, probably. Yeah. Unless they were going to have, like, pass-throughs. Yeah, yeah. Really Unless it's a, a flash thing where it would flash your memory with the new expansion pack and then you throw the cartridge away because it's no good anymore. Well, yeah, that would work. So you pay 10 bucks for it, like you would buy a starter set or something, and there's your expansion. Yeah. Or maybe it's like digital singles, sort of, like on the shop channel. Yeah, sort of. Or but it would, you... be a, the, it would be either a 60-card like set or the whole expansion mm-hmm. set, depending on how they want to work it. Yeah. Or perhaps you could get, say, a card when you buy your starter deck, which has in it a code that you put into the Wii Shop channel or whatever, and, you and boom, you've enabled it. There you are. Like That'd be, be like better that because that way they're still making the money on the card set. It means that the people who play the actual card game now have a way to play over the internet without having to resort to the unlicensed things that Nintendo don't make money off. Right. Uh, we have to move on, so yeah, thank you, Pop-Tart, yes. for being a call-in, and we'd like to have you on next time. So, uh, I'm sorry for diverting a bit from your questions. Uh, don't worry about that. Sorry. Right. I'm just going to move game. from this conference, not to be rude or anything, but we just got to move on. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. And now we're going to get to our second and final call-in of the evening. It's going to be Blunasaur. So let's bring him in. Hello, Hello I'm in. Hey, Blunasaur. Hi. Hello, Blunasaur. Welcome to Yo. Season 2, Episode 9. What's your question? Okay, first off, this is going to be a bit strange, and I don't know if you would answer it or not, but what do you think the Pokemon franchise would have been like had it started around the 90s? Hmm... Hmm. Um, I Terrible. think it would have probably achieved um, not the same popularity. I, I what really... year are you saying? What year? Maybe what, you mean... you, like the exact year? Well, like Maybe it's around the early 90s? 90s? Maybe 94, he means. Okay. Well, well, the reason it's an issue is because uh, it's basically, does it have to compete with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? After <laughs> 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 Teenage Ninja Turtles, that changes the whole ballpark. If it does have to directly compete with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, that's going to be all. Well, the way I'm seeing it is I'm thinking more along the uh, game line, and they would not have been able to have done with the games what they can do now with the uh, current advancement of the game systems. Um, They could have done Pokemon Red Blue. They could have still done those on the original Game Boy. That's where they did. They did. (laughs) Yeah, they did too, (laughs) didn't they? Yes. Matter of fact, you know the original Red and Blue had the Super Game Boy Border. Yes, they do. Let's just say uh, 1990. Uh, well, the games would not have been able. They they could have uh, been like Super Nintendo games, but for the portable handheld consoles, it would not it have been survived done on game. like it did. Well, it wouldn't well, have been created in the first place because isn't it based on the game anyways? It's not the, the other way around. The games came first. Yeah, the games. The came anime first. is based on the game. It's not the games are based on the anime. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, the, game the game played on 
had only been around for like a year at that point. No, it was, uh, no, it had been around for longer than that. Yes. In the 90s, in the early 90s, like 90? Hadn't no. it been around since 88, 87? I think yeah, so. I'm going to get to that. Um, just want to say one thing. Um, it couldn't have started in 1990 because, as I understand it, I read this one time, that it actually took six years to develop. Wow. Yeah. Good long time to make those games. That's no wonder it takes you well, have to get a new game. Yeah, but getting back to my original question, you think Pokemon would have done okay if it was released on, say, the NES, the Super NES? No. Mm. No, no. The handheld no, aspect is really what makes it work. If you it can't has to be it. on a handheld. Yeah. You, can't, you, you can't could have released it on the Game Boy back then. It could have been done. But the yes. question is, would it have had the mass marketing? Well, just yeah, the marketing is really what makes it. Pokemon is still an excellent concept that would have done well, but it's all. But about there are a lot the of other games, a lot of other handheld games at that point that might have flooded the market, so that Pokemon not could might not have been able to have done what it has, did when it came. There wasn't much of a portable gaming market when Pokemon did come, whereas in 1990, the Game Boy was alive and well and whew, quite a contender. Well, in any case, Pokemon could have succeeded if it started early enough just because it would have been able to get the same word-of-mouth promotions that mm. is what grew it in the U.S. initially. It didn't have internet at the time. It was all word-of-mouth. But having said mm. that, it depends what it has to go up against. If and it I goes have another... direct head-to-head with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at that uh-huh. point... Wouldn't. That probably wouldn't have worked. If it comes in right as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has hit its downswing, or before Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles got its Archie comics and the Saturday morning cartoons, then you've got a winner. Get, get on to the next question before we get too off-topic. Get on with it. I know, but first I just want to make one little statement. Archaic, mm-hmm. um, it made kind of a little mistake about two weeks ago, on the cast weeks ago. It said how in the anime, Ash, like, hardly ever gets into any other battles other than gym battles in the league and stuff. Right. Uh, I disagree. Not including the Team Rocket stuff. Not including those. Well, I've been watching the anime ever since the first episode, and he has gotten into many, many civilian battles throughout the... I mean, anybody he runs into, he battles on. Really? Right, but those aren't, like, actual um, tournament battles in a big tournament field. Oh, I, well, yeah, I think how often do we run into those? Oh, there was the World yeah. Cup. Yeah. yeah. But there that's were a couple of... one time. I guess, I guess we're World more Cup, referring to the one. What has official he done besides battle. That big tournaments? Right. Yeah. We have oh, you meant really? tournaments. Well, that's a different story I, entirely. Yeah. I meant more tournaments, though we haven't seen very many of the just regular battles against civilians either. Usually his battles are either against gym leaders or against villains. Besides that, he doesn't battle much. And when well, he he'll does, have a, a training battle not with somebody he just met, but that's not considered a an official battle. Battle. Yeah. Yeah, but he still has plenty of those. Yeah, he has those. He has those, but actually, no, they don't happen all that awesome. Well, they have to do something to put to fill in the twenty minutes of the dang episode, you know. Did you happen to read my comment on the question of the week? Um, we're getting to the question of the week a little bit. Oh, cool. Alright, great. Just don't forget to read mine. Alright, well, anyway, we'll see you guys. Worry, we won't. <clears throat> yeah, we're good. Right. Okay. Bye-bye. See you guys you next ball. week. Alright, thank you, Bobble. So, yep. good night. Thank thank you. Alright. I, I love oh, that. That was questions. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
now it's time for the question of the week. Uh, first off, I'd like to make an apology to everyone, and sorry for being so long-winded, but there were long-winded r- responses. And My God, there were. Yes, and I wanted to read as much as I could without reading the whole response. Well, the question of the week for this week was, what monumental thing would you like to happen in, to the Pokemon world in 2007, or what do you think will happen? Uh, we begin with Jiggly Paul, and he thinks that Hikari will should get um, a next-generation Pokemon, as Misty did with Togepi. We have Prime Cup Eevee, who wants to see a globalization of video game organized play, uh, mm-hmm. similar with thanks to the new features of Diamond and Pearl, similar to the trading card game, and there'd be a bunch of championships. Uh, we move on to Tardis Glomper. I severely hope we don't get any Generation 5 Pokemon in 2007. Why? We're still getting used to the Generation 4 Pokemon. And he'd like to see a really big online tournament, similar to Journey Across America. Habaneko, he wants to see a overly cute baby Pokemon of some popular dude um, or girl merchandised to Helen back, or rather... What?! All right, a little brother has um, a bunch of predictions. We're not going to read all of them. Um, basically, they're a bunch of anime predictions, little tweaks and things. Uh, keep all the original music openings. Um, we'll have widescreen bilingual movie releases, which would be neat. Yes, you know? that would be wonderful. Widescreen. Uh, we'll have uh, re-released affordable box sets, re-releases of the three movies containing redubs that keep the original scripts. And a bunch of other things. Uh, Ash Ketchum, instead of going to a vent, I think they should give you rare Pokemon using the Wi-Fi feature, such as Dark Ride. Uh, Sexy Eddie, uh, he'd like a gold-silver remake and um, a Misty Return, possibly oh, as yeah. Hikari's competition. Maybe Ash's Apom will evolve. Uh, just a few more, and they're not too long. Uh, Blunasaur, who was just on as a call-in. Um, he wants to get more gamers into Diamond and Pearl and Pokemon Battle Revolution and possibly have them create guilds, which would be very interesting. Oh, God. I'll just say one thing quickly there. You already can't do that in Diamond and Pearl. All right. They're called teams. <laughs> and um, uh, The problem with creating them is you can't create them over Wi-Fi. You create them with people you've traded and battled with in real life. So like your local, local Wi-Fi. wireless connect locally thing. Yes. Hmm. Maybe All that right. can be expanded to Wi-Fi later with a new version of the game. Okay. I, I mean, really, I was pretty upset actually really, that it didn't have international stuff for that. I'm really That's disappointed it. that it's friend code based and there's nothing you can do with random people. Uh, we have just three more responses and I promise they'll be oh, quick. Good. Uh, Infant Sceptile wants a Nintendo tournament where Ubers are banned, which would be awesome. Uh, Wolvorn, uh, he expects there to be a pointless spinoff or two, and maybe the next will be based on the legendary to be expected Giratina. Uh, that's probably coming in 2008, methinks. And finally, we have Pop-Tart. Uh, he has a lot of stuff, so I'll just uh, skim through it. He foresees a new Pokemon pinball game, or possibly a sequel to Ranger. And possibly also the third title for the fourth generation. He thinks it'll be Pokemon Jade. And maybe a GBA release of Pokemon Gold Sun and Silver Moon. Don't know about that. No. Uh, basically, if they're going to release those, they'll be <clears throat> DSs. Exactly. And basically he goes into a whole thing about the anime. Um, Ash getting involved in contests. Mm-hmm. 
and um, involving Pikachu, Apom, uh, possibly the return of May, and hopefully uh, Brock making a contest appearance. That would be um, interesting. That'll be it for the questions of the week. Uh, for episode 10, um, this is going to be a pretty easy question. Um, you're going to design a product, your own Pokemon product. Um, please keep it G-rated. Yeah. Um, I'd also <laughs> like to ask a public question here as well, uh, not related to the question of the week. I'll also be posting this up on the forums later. Now, we talked a little about this ourselves earlier, but haven't released it to the public. Basically, there's a lot of Pokemon fanfics out there, as well as a lot of Pokemon fan art, that have been done by people who are, for whatever reason, no longer in the fandom. Uh, Some of them have just upped and vanished for no reason. Some of them have just grown out of it. But what is the case with a lot of this stuff is that that person can no longer be contacted anymore. All the old contact information doesn't work, and our best efforts to track them down have failed. In that situation, what should happen to their old fanfiction fan art? Is it all right for a site to suddenly decide, okay, we want to put these up so that stuff will be preserved? Would that be acceptable? Or is that something that should not be done? Should it be only, this stuff can only be put up if we can track down that person and get their permission? Okay, do we have anything else tonight? Well, why don't we go to final thoughts and plugs. So, Archaic, we'll start with you. That last question I asked is, of course, related to stuff we're considering for the Mobile Garden Library, and we'd really love to see a lot more people posting stuff there. Uh, We haven't exactly been promoting it heavily, and... uh, Kind of a pity, but we'd really like to see a lot more stuff go on there because, I mean, let's be honest, the nickname fanfiction.net has, amongst a lot of circles, as the pit of voles is pretty accurate. Mm. You can't find what you want there. It's too hard to search. We want to have a nice archive just of Pokemon fiction. Uh, Being Bulba Garden and its members, of course, we're hoping that the collection of stuff from our people is going to be a little higher quality than you might get elsewhere. PPN's probably the uh, speak about this, so I'll hand him you all over him. PPN? Okay. I just want to put a quick word in for um, a project that uh, PPN and, and Bobble Garden have in the works for y'all. We're throwing together a little trivia contest with a little bit of backing from Pokemon USA and Nintendo. We have a trivia contest in the works based on the uh, Ranger series. The trivia questions themselves are pretty much general Pokemon-type questions, trading card, video game, anime, both easy and hard, and some in the middle. And we're planning to give away 10 prizes that include Nintendo DS Lights, uh, Pokemon Ranger Game, um, Ranger Guides from Nintendo Power, uh, some plushies, and some other um, nice gifts. We don't have confirmed dates yet, so you oh. might want to stay tuned to either the Bulbacast, mm-hmm. uh, to the Pokemon Palace Network's website, or to the uh, Bulba Garden's website and or forums for further information as far as the starting dates and, and the actual contest dates. Really, that's about all I had to say about it. I just want to get it out there to people that it's happening. Uh, it's coming up really soon. We're looking for probably a March second start date uh, maybe the second week in March at the latest. You can go read the uh, current rules that are subject to change over at www.pokeleague.net Check it out. Nick, back to you. Alright. Uh, we'd like to thank everyone for their support 
and we'll be back next week. Bye, everyone. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.